Blog Talk Radio. Beverly, I appreciate the opportunity to be here again uh, to talk and share some fascinating uh, topics. Yes, sure. it's always fascinating. Now, before uh, Renee, before we get into our subject matter, can you? Uh, you are the owner and founder of Inner Soul Technologies. Can you uh, tell the people what that is about and how they can uh, get in con- contact with you through that? Um, yeah, well, I'm I'm the founder of Inner Soul Technologies, um, not the owner per se. However, um, yes, I have. I basically, from a very young age, was was very sensitive to uh, energies or other dimensions per se that. I wasn't aware that other people were not aware of that. So I was <clears throat> led a very interesting life, very a mystical sort of uh, paranormal life when I was a, a child. And w- when I became a teenager, I realized not everyone could see and understand the things that I that I have uh, or that I currently could. So um, throughout my 20s and, and 30s, I I spent a, a lot of time, you could say, and focus on developing my my and fine-tuning my inner abilities, if you want to call it that, the uh, higher senses that go beyond the five senses or go beyond the six senses. Um, and consequently, I became very sensitive to uh, very subtle energies and other dimensions and in which really uh, are here the whole time and, and never have left, per se. And it is within these uh, higher dimensions of existence that uh, the third dimension uh, which we're seemingly uh, reside in can be seen clearly for how it works and, and what the mechanics of it are and and um, just to basically how, how reality works in on this state of con- um, in the third dimension state of consciousness so I was able to transcend that and and, and see how um, atoms and molecules work and things of this nature and and I was able to, I came to a point where I was able to make a technology 
based on uh, quantum nanotechnology. So basically, like manipulating subatomic particles and and making things uh, have different um, properties than they normally would have um, by the by the manipulation of the vibration of subatomic particles. So it's kind of a, a vibrational technology that uh, uh, is, can be used for the, the betterment of humanity and of the mankind in general. And that's what I've done is developed a whole technology based on this and um, basically make uh, vehicles perform better. We have a, a energy cream that we make that is uh, you know, phenomenal. We make pendants that help protect from cell phone, TV, wireless, all sorts of uh, dangerous frequencies and boost your own mind power, emotional power, spiritual power, interdimensional power. Um, uh, all sorts of uh, energy power plates, manifestation devices, and uh, the list goes on and on and on and, and just continually developing more and more. My m- main focus right now is on really teaching, or not even teaching, but showing people what the truth behind reality really is, and it's it's so far beyond what people can think it is that uh, they really needed to stop searching and, and um, really um, put their mind to rest because it's really something that can't even be thought about. So it can only be experienced. So that's what I'm here to talk with you about was about the um, what the illusion is that keeps us away from these higher levels of understanding and how people are just completely ensnared in it. And I mean, even, the, you know, some of the top psychics, if you want to call them, are just, they have no clue. It just, they just cannot even begin to understand how big this thing called life and creation really is and what, it, what it's really doing from, from moment to moment. So, yeah. Now, what's your uh, website that they can... Uh Go on and see the different products. Oh, my website is uh, com. That's I-N-N-E-R-S-O-U-L-T-E-C-H.com, innersoultech.com. And the uh, YouTube channel, see all the videos and product demonstrations and lectures, is youtube.com forward slash innersoultech. I N N E R S U L. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now let's get into uh, our subject today. Okay. Yeah, I also just want to urge people if they want to get any more in- information about me or products or updates of what I'm doing, events, and whatnot, to just sign up for a newsletter on the website. And uh, it's uh, very easy and quick. So, once again, that's innersoul.com. Sorry. Um, www.innersoultech.com. Okay. Yep. Now, you talk about that, um, you say the false matrix. Yep. Now, what is the false matrix? Well, rather than say what the false matrix is, it's better to start off with what the truth is. Because once you once we talk about what the truth is, anything other than that is part of the false matrix. Anything other than the truth is part of the false matrix. And over my um, deep concentration and observation of this 3D reality, if you want to call it that, and and the system 
of thought, the way we're taught to think and the way we're taught to understand the world and the universe. Once I started to pay close attention to these, to these things that were taught, like gravity, time, space, um, you know, our five senses, the mind, thinking, extrasensory perception, I basically became a scientist of my own mind and, and literally spent 30 years examining every single phenomenon in my mind and in the observable world that I possibly could. And <clears throat> it has come to my attention that there's a vast, vast hypnotic mind control sort of hypnotic spell that is cast upon humanity. It is so vast, it's uh, impressive, actually. Um, however diabolical. <clears throat> Nonetheless, uh, it's, it's, it's our own doing individually, each one of us. So it's, uh, it's nothing that, that's really attacking us, per se. It's just basically our own ignorance. And <clears throat> it basically comes down to some fundamental questions that we sort of have overlooked. And these are just basic questions about reality that anyone could just ask themselves and answer it for themselves. This is nothing I'm going to teach or something you need to memorize or anything. This is just basic common sense that we seemingly have overlooked. That's the only way to explain it because it's from this, from the state of consciousness at which I'm in right now, it's just obvious. The truth is this obvious right now. So <clears throat> basically what I, what I do ask people just right off the beginning is... <clears throat> I ask people a couple of questions, and one of them is, is the most important one, and that is, do you believe or do you know, do you believe that you're alive right now in this moment, alive right now, or are you a memory? Okay, now it's, it's got to be one or the other. You're either alive right now, living right now, or you're a memory. So... <clears throat> This is just one of the things that I just open with, just, just to set the theme of what we're talking about. And it's a really important question. Would you like to answer that for me on your behalf? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Really, you don't know. I think I'm alive. I don't know what alive is. I don't know if this is... You're alive. You're, you're, you're breathing. There's, this, there's no awakening. Okay. 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 I'm alive. Okay, so in, just bear in mind, when you're choosing which one, you're, you're now excluding the other, okay? Okay. Okay, so you're alive and you're, and you're affirming that you're not a memory, correct? Yeah. Okay, so is this a truth to you? Uh, so far, from what little that I know, I believe that I'm alive with memory. Okay. 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 So, if you're alive right now, where would the name and where would the the idea of Beverly, the idea of that, where would that come from? From the past, a memory? Yeah. Okay. So, that can't be you then, right? Well, I was told from my parents that I was Beverly. Uh, yeah, but you're alive right now, and you've already affirmed yeah. to me that you're alive right now, and you've affirmed yeah. me that you're that you are not a memory. Okay. okay. 
This is the truth. So who is Beverly? Where is that idea coming from? It's, it seems to be true, but it can't be because you're not a memory. And you're alive right now. So what it, what's not alive right now, what's not alive right now, is must be dead. Okay? It, it must not exist if it's not alive right now. Okay? Things are either alive or not alive. There's no in-between state. Okay? So you're alive right now, but the idea of Beverly, the idea of that, is not alive right now because you're not a memory. And you're alive right now. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> it doesn't make sense? No, okay. I mean, I, uh, no. Okay, okay. Let me give you an example of something. Okay. Have you ever time traveled to the past and perhaps took a shower and time traveled back to the future or to the now? Have you ever, ta- have you ever time traveled out of the now into the past and tra- traveled back? Yeah. yeah. No? Yeah. You have? Yes, I've time traveled. I, it seems so real. Um, you can go somewhere and come back, and it just seems like he was really there. Now, I don't know if I was there or not or, or what's going on. Well, your experience that you experienced, was it happening in, in what you would call the now, in a, in a direct now experience? Yes. Okay. So it was just a different version of the now that you were in, Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, really, you didn't sort of open a portal per se, and 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 had one foot in the now and one foot in the in the past per se. You you literally just had a different version of the now and sort of another timeline. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me think of another way to explain this to you. Perhaps I'm just trying to figure out a way in which your mind can comprehend this. In this moment, right now, do you agree that right now is right now? I feel like it is, yes. Okay, so right now, on the phone with me, is currently right now, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, has has right now always been right now in your whole life? No, right now is right now. Yes, right now, but have you always been in the right now? Um, like right okay. now, right now, right now, new, new, right now, new. Yeah, yeah, but then, okay, but the conversation we just had a minute ago, that was in the past. No, there was no past. It's always been right now. It's always been in the past. Well, right now. Okay. Like right now is right now, correct? Right now, okay. Okay, so it's it's always right now. It's always fresh. It's always new. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So right, do you, I, I just want confirmation. Do you agree that right now is right now and it's always I, being right? Yes, I, I believe that right now is right now. And it's always been right now. Yes, it's always okay. been right now. Okay. Okay. So if it's always been right now, do you agree that right now is brand new and never happened before? To you? Yes. 
Okay, it's yeah. brand new. Never happened before. Right now. Yeah. And it's yeah. and it's always right now. Always brand new. Can you stop this right now from happening? This brand new, fresh right now? Not on think so. No. Can you look around and see any beginning or end to this fresh, new, brand new right now? Can you see a beginning or end to this right now moment, this brand new, fresh new one? Some starting, some starting point, some end point? Right, so what you're saying, I'm always in the now. Where is the beginning and where is the end? Yeah, I'm just, no, I, no but I'm asking you, can you see a beginning or end to this right now? Can you actually see a beginning or end or, or sense it or anything <clears throat> right now? Whatever this right now is. I'm just focusing on right now. Now, when. I just want to know if you can see a beginning or end to this right This is an actual. Physical observation. Can you see a beginning or end to this right now? Yes. You can see a beginning or end? Right now. I feel like that in the two No, no, no. No, no. No feelings. You look with your eyeballs and see a beginning or end to this right now. No, I'm living in the right now. No, no, no. You can't, okay? So as far as you can physically observe, there is no beginning or end to this right now fresh new moment, correct? Right, right. Okay, so is it safe to say that this fresh new, brand new, fresh new moment right now is unlimited because you cannot see any limitation? Yes, I can see that. Okay, and you you live in this brand new, fresh new right now moment, correct? Yes. yes. So that must you must infer that you must be unlimited right now in this fresh new, brand new moment because you cannot see a beginning or end to this moment, and you live in it physically, yes. observably. Yeah. Okay? Okay. So it's safe to say, now this is a truth. This is something that cannot be gone back on. This is a truth that you say that you cannot see begin or end to this moment right now. And you live in this brand new moment right now, which must mean that you must be unlimited in this brand new moment right now. And, and there's no going back on that because you have just confirmed it. Now, you're unlimited right now, Okay? then the idea of Beverly must be a limited idea compared to the unlimitedness of right now. Do you agree? Now, why is Beverly limited and I'm standing here in the right now? Because right now, in this unlimited right now moment, you are fully alive, fully alive. You have full freedom of imagination. There's no borders. There's nothing. You can't even, there's nothing. There's nothing here except full aliveness. Okay? Now, if you think about who Beverly is, you think of limitations. Oh, I'm this height. I'm this weight. This is where I live. This is where I like to eat. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, now those are all limited, uh, concrete ideas. Okay, and you somehow have associated with those limited, concrete ideas of what you are because you've ignored the present moment, which is telling you and screaming at you, you are unlimited. So you're basically ignoring 
real life and pretending you're this limited character. Now, if right now is always being right now, is is always being new, fresh, always right now, where was there ever room for a past if it's always being right now? If one's always paying attention to right now, always paying a full 100% attention to being present right now, where is there even room for a past? There is none. There never even was a past. Because it's always been right now. And right now is unlimited. Unlimited. Because no one can see a beginning or end to this fresh new moment. Now, if how could something that is un... <clears throat> how should I say this? How is something from the past that is limited able to describe something in the now that is unlimited? How could a limitation accurately describe something that's unlimited? So right now is unlimited in this brand new moment. It is. No one can deny that. But so how could we use a limited idea of the past to explain what's happening right now in the unlimited moment? It's logically impossible. And the past is not alive. See, the past is dead, and it's not alive. So what, what's happening is people are treating something as dead and not alive like it is alive. Let me give you an example. I don't know anyone, and I've talked to about a thousand people now in the past couple months, if anyone has any experience living in the past, experience, okay, keyword, and some people tried to tell me they did, but then they really thought about what they were saying and they realized they didn't. Now, let me tell you what I mean by that. Now, this is a big revelation. If any anyone listener understands this point I'm going to make right here, it will free you. It, it can literally free you uh, into eternity. Now, in this present moment, in this present moment right now, that's where we experience life. We experience love, friendship, television, internet, phones, breathing, sleeping, eating, giving birth. Everything happens right now, direct experience right now. Everything does. Okay? Now, people are talking about the past as though the past is actually something they're experiencing right now. But the past is not alive. So what I mean by that is, can you give birth to a child in the past? No. You do it now. You do it right now in the now. You don't do it in the past. Can you have a glass of water in the past? No. You can only have a water glass of water right now. Can you take a shower? Can you go on the internet? Can you go on your phone? Can you have sex? Can you smoke a cigarette in the past? Can you do anything in the past? Can you breathe in the past? Can you eat food in the past? You can't do anything in the past because you can only do it now. Okay? The past is dead. It's not alive, so it can't offer you anything. It has nothing to offer you. It's not even alive to offer you anything. It's already dead. It's done. So why would people spend all their lives talking about a, the past, pretending the past is actually real right now, 
and governing themselves right now based on something that's dead from the past that never really, really happened because what's dead is no longer alive. So what's alive is right now. So the past is, it never happened because it's not alive. And right now you are alive. So if you think you are something from the past, then you must think you're dead. You must not know if you're actually alive right now or not. Now, Renee, are our memories alive or dead? Our memories are dead. They're not alive. They're fake. They're not real. They're illusions. They're, they never happened. They never happened. None okay, of them. Okay, now, just say, early this morning, um, uh, just say I got up, I went to church, I came back home. So that was not... And, and I was in the present right then. I was in the present. I'm telling you now. I'm thinking about it. It's in the past because that was some hours ago. Okay, but where is the past, though? In my memory. Well, okay, well, let's, let's talk about memory. When you remember something, do you have to generate the image in your mind? That's the question. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. So when you generate an image, you're creating an image, eh? Creating, keyword, creating. Now, you create something, that's called imagination. That's not called memory. It's called imagination. You're imagining something, and you're calling it the past. That's all you're doing. Imagining something, calling it the past. You're imagining it right now, calling it the past. And then thinking this imagination of the past is actually a real thing. It's a story. It's a timeline. Oh, I was young. I did this. I grew up. I did this. I did. It's a big story. It's just like reading a book. You're just, you're just talking, continuing a story, trying to make, trying to continue the story. Because the story tells you you're limited, but in actuality, you're unlimited. Because right now, you're unlimited. The story is limited. The story, do you want to be a limited or do you want to be an unlimited? Clearly, the, the unlimitedness can contain limitation. But clearly, a limitation cannot contain unlimitation. So, if you think about it, right now, you're unlimited. You can't see beginning or end to this moment right now. So, you can't even say what you are or what you're not. So how could you be a limitation and unlimited at the same time? Which one is true? Clearly, the limitation couldn't be true. It, is, it would have to be an illusion. It has to be a fake, it has to be a counterfeit, trying to convince you that you are limited. And there's no evidence for the past. None. No one can tell me they have any experience of the past. No one has touched the past tasted the past, smelt the past, heard the past, had any interaction with the past. No one has ever in the history of mankind. It's all in their heads. They're just dreaming it. Everything's been done now in the present moment, always, forever. It's, there never even was a past to even, to even come up with the concept of a past. There just never even was a past, ever. 
It's always been right now, and it's always been unlimited. Past is it's a dream of limitation. You're just dreaming of limitations. But clearly, if you, if you just recognize the actual moment right now, you'll realize, hey, I can't see any beginning or end to this, this moment. And any limitation is just in your mind right now. You're just dreaming, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. But in order to do that, you have to, you have to deny the now moment. You have to stay away from the now moment in order to accept limitation. You have to, because the now is unlimited. And the now is truth. And the now is where everything happens. All life happens now. Breathing, every movement in the history of creation happens right now. In the past, however, you can't create in the past, can you? It's the, all the images are frozen in space. You can't change them. You can't move them. It's the way it is. There's no creativity in the past. You can't even imagine in the past because it, the past is already done for you. But in the now, you can imagine anything you want. You're the creator. You're no longer a slave to information in the now. You can think anything you want, do anything you want. There's no limitations. Full creativity. But in the past, all your creativity stops immediately because the past is already done. And it's solid and can't be changed. And it's limited and it's dark. But in the now, anything can happen. Anything. You can dream anything you want, do anything you want. No limitations. Pure imagination. You're the source of the imagination in the now. But in the past... You're subject to imagination. You're a slave to imagination. You're a slave to information in the past. But then now, you're free to do anything you want. See, the, the past is the Antichrist. It is the limitation of the self. It is the limitation of pure freedom. Right now is unlimited. Your mind, if you could actually unleash your imagination right now, you'd just be everywhere that you want to be. You'd be pure imagination. You wouldn't be subject to imagination anymore. You'd be the master of information in the now, whereas you're a slave of information in the past. The now, all there is, all there really is. There never was a past. That's the mind control to make you think you're limited, to make you think you're something less than un, than unlimited. The only way to do that is to create an imaginary world called the past, in which you're subject and slaves to information provided to you versus the creator of reality and of all information in the now. You are unstoppable in the now because the now is all there is. In the past, you could be anything because whatever you believe yourself to be, you'll be that. But you have to, all that information about what you are comes from the past. And you are alive right now. So you can't be alive in the past and alive right now at the same time. You can't be a memory a, a, a memory and alive at the same time. You're either alive right now or you're a dead memory. Because memories are dead. They're not even alive. They're, they're from the past. They have nothing to offer. There's no life in the past to offer you anything. There's no information in the past to offer you anything. There's no wisdom in the past to offer you anything. There's, there's nothing in the past to offer you anything. All of life happens now. Now, 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 now. So the more we participate in talking about the past, we're worshiping death. Because death is the past, no longer alive. Why would we be talking about something that's dead, not alive, not even the source of life? Never even was the source of life, and you have no experience with it. None. You've never even seen the past, tasted the past, smelled the past, heard the past. Nothing. It has nothing to offer. Yet you spend all your, everyone spends all their days talking about the past. Like it has, like it has some validity over the now. Like some dead idea from the past, or story from the past. 
has actual power over something living. Since when does, does, can, does death have power over the living? Never. The, the, dead is, death is, the dead don't even exist. How can something that doesn't exist have power over something that does exist? It can't unless you let it. But whatever you're letting doesn't even exist anyways because it's all an illusion. So it's, it's choosing to be alive or choosing to be dead in each moment. Because if right now is right now, and right now is the first time right now has ever happened, and it's fresh and it's new and it's clean, right now, first time it's ever happened, where are we getting the information about what we're looking at? Oh, I'm holding a phone. I'm looking at the computer. I'm sitting on my chair. Where are we getting the information from? From the past. Really? Well, if right now is right now, and it's the first time it's ever happened, and it's unlimited, right now it's unlimited, why would I be using a limited explanation from the past to explain what's unlimited right now in front of me? Why would I want to limit what really is here to a limited explanation from the past when the past is not even alive to offer me any, any real wisdom? So it can only be false wisdom from the past because it's not even alive to give any real life information. The only real life information that, is, that ever exists is only in the now. And if I'm, if I'm in the now and realizing what's happening right now, I'm realizing I can't judge it because it's the first time I've ever seen it. It's, it's unjudgeable and there's nothing to judge it with. I would have to go into the past to get judgment and then bring that to the present moment. But how could something that's limited from the past explain something that's unlimited in the now? It can't happen. It, it's just a delusion. It's a, it's a crazy delusion that, that, that we think we can judge anyone or anything. Um, now, I, go ahead. Are you saying our creativity is right here in the now? Sorry, can you repeat that again? Hmm? Can you repeat that, please? You're saying that our creativity, for us to be creative, yep. happens in now. It has to be. I mean, the past is already is already made up for you, so there is no creativity in the past because it's it's already done. It's already done for you. It's already a, the past is a repetition. Okay, it's our system. It's a repetition. The now is spontaneous. Anything can happen right now. Everything is happening right now. I mean, think if if you were to take one minute of the now, one slice through the whole universe, how many things are moving and changing? It, incalculable now, things. It's just beyond comprehension. It's just crazy. So this this now, this changing, this ever changing moment, if you want to call it, this this moving is so creative that it's unbelievable. So the moment, you, the moment you stop being creative is when you stop paying attention to the now. Because the now is, is full-blown mega change, full-blown each trillionth of a second. And the past never, ever, ever, ever changes. Ever, ever, ever. Okay? So... How could something that never changes and is dead have any influence 
on your real life, living, changing, alive presence right now? How could something that doesn't even move, doesn't even, can't even breathe, have influence the past, have influence over your creativity of your mind and of your consciousness right now? It's just preposterous to even consider that. But that's what's happening. People believe in whole worlds of stories of the past that are dead, not moving, not alive, can't change them, no creativity, stuck in the world, you're, you're slave to all the information of this past world, you have no control, you have no way to stop the information, it rambles off in your head all day, all night, talking to you, trying to tell you what's right, what's wrong, what's wrong with you, why the world sucks, why you should be better, why everyone sucks, why God, there's no God, I go to church every week, why, isn't, why am I not getting saved, why am I still miserable, blah, 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 blah. It just goes on forever, this, this hypnotic past mind control world that you have no control over. No control over it. However, in the now, if you just bring your presence right here, right now, you have complete freedom to think anything you want. Anything, anytime. You are a creator in the now. You're a slave in the past. The past is the matrix. That is what you call hell. Because you're a slave to other people's information that is not benefiting you. It's not. I don't care. Even these thoughts in your head that, that you think are your own, they're not. They're not your thoughts. Because in the now, there are no thoughts. Because everything is unlimited. And thoughts limit things. Thoughts describe things. Thoughts label things. Okay? In the now, you don't need to think because everything's unlimited. What's there to... There's nothing to calculate. There's nothing to strategize. Everything's happening automatically, perfectly in the now. In the past, you have judgment. Oh, this is wrong. This is right. This is the way it should be. This is how it should be done. Blah, 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 blah. blah. All, there's only limitations in the past. Limitations, constrictions, uh, structures, policies... Uh, rules, laws, opinions, these go on forever. People will always mutter these opinions and ideas back and forth forever. But it has nothing to do with the truth. The truth is unlimited. There's, it's totally unlimited. It's totally unlimited. It's, it's totally free. Information wants to be free. And information is not free in the past. It's locked down. You can't change it. It's not free. Okay, you are free. You want to be free. Everyone wants to be free. But the, we can't be free in the past because you're a slave to information. You're a slave to emotions, slave to ideas, the principles of what happened, should have happened, could have happened, how it happened. And your mind is preoccupied by these, these stories in the past, even five minutes ago. Who, who cares? The ultimate, our, our ultimate goal in life for most people is to be free to have joy and to have peace of mind and to be the only way to be joyful and have peace of mind is to relax and the only way to relax is to accept what is if you don't accept what is then you're at war with it there's no oh i'm I, i'm complacent no you either welcoming it or you're fighting it there's no two ways about it so reality is, is basically people at war with themselves, at war with the information that's, that they're exposed to. 
Life is information. Okay, we have six senses to 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 observe this information. Okay, sight, sound, taste, touch, smelling, hearing, and thoughts. Thoughts is the sixth sense. So with these with these six senses, we're we're intaking all this information, and then our mind organizes that information. And how you organize the information is what makes you happy or not, period. How you organize the information coming into your mind makes you happy or not. That's what life is you know, on a basic level about. How to organize information, how to balance information, how to harmonize information, how to make the information work for you rather than against you. That's what life is all about. Because right now you, you meaning the public out there, have been trained to take this information in on a situational basis, meaning each millisecond of, of your life. You've been trained to take this information in and, and um, hmm, convolute it, uh, taint it, uh, uh, corrupt it, so you're getting the worst of every situation, the worst, and compoundingly the worst. It just stacks on top of each other. You've been taught how to interpret reality wrong, dead wrong, the opposite, the actual opposite of how it ought to be really interpreted, to be in the now, to be in the truth, to be in joy, to, be in, to not have any questions. Can you imagine not having any more questions? Just totally no more questions ever. You're just... The truth is here. You're just in the truth. You're just totally, hey, just totally in this state of just absolute serenity. Okay? This is where we all can be. And it's, it's not necessarily living on earth either in that, in that perspective. Um, these higher states of awareness really transcend the earth per se. It's, it's not as though you're you're on the earth going about your daily business. How should I explain this? Your awareness, your consciousness is merges with all, with all that is. Everything, everywhere in, in every universal system of whatever if you want to call it. Cosmic, pure cosmic consciousness, if you want to call it that. So you, your identification with your body, with Renee, with Beverly, with whomever, it just becomes... a a very small fraction of what you, how big you really are. So you no longer are preoccupied with fear of death, of uh, pain or suffering of these things because your consciousness that was once, you know, located in your body, you know, in, in what you call your, your body frame or whatever, it sort of expands out into the universe. So your, your mind becomes really big, if you want to say that. It, it, it expands beyond your beyond the frame of your head and sort of floats out into the universe, if you want to call it that, or absorbs into that. So this, you have a, you acquire a universal sort of broader perspective on every situation that you encounter because your awareness, because your focus is always here and now rather than on which is unlimited, rather than limited concepts and ideas from the past. So once you can 
transcend these limited concepts and ideas in the past and start to focus more in the now, then your consciousness grows in the now to, you know, it could be the size of a whole city block or it could be the size of a whole earth or a universe or solar system or worlds and worlds and worlds beyond or who knows? You can start to travel the, uh, you know, the mineral kingdom or the plant kingdom and hang out with fairies and gnomes and divas and all sorts of stuff like that. Talk to dogs and cats and animals and, you know, other space star- stellar systems and what, you just become cosmic consciousness. And, and the only thing that's preventing us from that is our attachment to these limited concepts and ideas of who we think we are, which is, which is a joke because it actually defies truth. It, it defies truth. Now, you know, there's many ways for me to, to inter- describe what's happening here, but the main point is that people need to understand that their mind, your, your mind power, is power, powering what you're seeing in real time. It's powering. It's making it happen. Like your, your mind is projecting everything you're seeing in front of you. So when you change the way you think, you actually change the physical molecules of your physical reality to change and create a whole new reality. Like literally physically change the molecules of it. You know, and, and this is serious because this is, this is showing that the, the, you know, your structure of your physical reality is, is strictly held together by, by a thought system, by, by thought power, by mind power, and nothing else. Everything is the mind in that respect. So we're basically dealing with our own belief system that's, that's played out for us in real time. So we basically are, are, are living our own belief system in real, in real 3D reality and sort of reacting to our own belief system. So what's, what's really amazing about this is when you realize that you, when you believe something, when you believe something and you realize, hey, hey, I want to stop believing in that thing that I believe in you will find it's very difficult to unbelieve what you believe. Very difficult. So if one, one takes notice that if they believe something, and people think they actually have control of their minds. People think, yeah, I got control of my mind. Well, if you have control of your mind, then do this one experiment right now. Take your most strongly held belief right now. I don't care what it is. I believe I have the kids. I believe in Jesus. I believe in uh, Buddha. I believe in power of love. Well, I don't care what it is. Okay? Take your strongest belief and right now in this moment, unbelieve it. Just forget about it. Unbelieve it. Race it. Done. I bet you no one can do that. I bet you no one could unbelieve their strongest belief right now. So who does that make in charge of your mind? If you can't unbelieve your strongest belief, then who's in control? You or your beliefs? You know, that's a, that's a really good question. Because if the beliefs are in control and you can't stop the beliefs, then who's in control? Who's running your life? What are these beliefs? You better start looking at these beliefs and figuring out what these beliefs think and what they're doing and what, what they're comprised of. Now, what happens is you can go beyond... You can, un, you can, which I've learned how to do is I've learned how to unbelieve everything I believe. So I don't believe anything. And what showed up was so amazing. It was 
staggering. Now, a belief locks reality into a, into a certain system, a certain limitation. So you basically will, you will, your experience of life will be limited to the extent of your beliefs in every way, in, in 3D, physical reality way, inner, you know, your emotions, the mind, everything. So when you, what, I, what happened is when I unbelieved everything I believed, then eternity was the only thing that was left. Because all beliefs come from the past and are limited. In the now, the, everything's unlimited. You don't have to believe anything. And what, what shows up is pure wisdom, pure truth, pure creativity, pure life, pure intelligence, pure love, pure relaxation, pure clarity, pure innocence. It's just God, godly worlds of just shocking truth. And the truth is now. Everything, every moment is the truth. You are truth. It's just that our minds are too busy worshipping death, worshipping the past, worshipping limitation, fearing the now, fearing truth, fearing purity. We, we're literally scared of God. So we stay away from it. So we create this, this, this world of the past to, to, to stay away from God, to stay away from the truth, to stay away from what really is. Because the truth is always here. It's, oh, it's now. It's always here for anyone, anytime. You want eternity. You want ecstasy. You want enlightenment right now. You don't want to wait a year, two years, three months, nothing. You just need to desire it. That's it. Desire heaven. Desire God. Desire truth. And only focus on that. Only. Because whatever you focus on, you get. It's simple as that. You just you need to focus on truth. Everyone does. And to and to what degree that you do determines how how rich of experiences your life is and how deep the experiences are and how meaningful and how truthful and how amazing they are. You know, it's all about integrity. You know, and, and, and the truth is unstoppable. It's here. I'm telling you, the Christ consciousness, if you want to call it that, whatever you want to call it, it's here. It's the return of the dove is here. The reappearance of the dove is here. It's, it's done. It's, there's no escape of the truth now. It's, it's, it's going to take over everything, every aspect of everyone's lives, and it's going to purify everyone. And, 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 and those who, who are not willing to entertain the truth are going to be burned, burned by their own ignorance, burned by their own darkness. And it's here, and it's now, and it's, there's something really big happening on this, what you call planet Earth right now, and it's, I know what it is, because I'm it. I'm alive. You say it's something really big happening on planet Earth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the return, the return, the, the, the game is over, the experiment in duality, the experiment in the past, the experiment of thoughts, the experiment of duality, of light and dark, it's over. It's, it's slowly eroding, and I don't mean out, outside there in the world, because there is no outside there in the world. There's only our own personal worlds, okay, that we're all sort of observing each other through. So it's, this is a rising a rising of this uh, within your DNA, within your consciousness, within your your bio system, if you want to call it that, of your everyone's DNA on Earth right now is being um, exposed to this what you call uh, God particle, Christ energy, um, love energy, intelligence, pure logic, pure oneness, unity consciousness, whatever you want to call it. Now there are beings because we are sovereign beings. 
we have the choice to to move forward and become truthful with ourselves to to whatever degree that we want to, or to deny the truth within ourselves, to the, to play the games of power, of greed, of guilt, shame, fear, of uh, you know illusion and control. These are all we know that these are our lower aspects of ourselves. And whether we choose to entertain that or not is, is up to ourselves. And there's nothing shameful about entertaining that. It's about learning through our experiences in these uh, lower realms of vibration and what we, what we can, how we can use our experiences for our own benefit rather than get lost into a dark spiral of self-indulgence. So, you know, the term to be or not to be has a lot of weight behind it because the truth is, in this moment right now, we're all neutral. We're all perfect and we're all innocent. Now, we all know that we can get a, a woman on stage to uh, you know, Miss Universe contest and you could have a, several million people think she's the most beautiful woman ever. Another several million think, oh, she's, uh, you know, she's, She's all fake and uh, plastic surgery. Some, some can think she's really dumb. Some, say, some can think she's amazing. So everyone can view anyone in multiple ways. We all know that we can take any negative situation and, and, and look at it in a positive light and, and gain something from that. So we all know each situation and each individual we're looking at can be viewed from many different angles. So intrinsically, each person place or thing or event must be intrinsically neutral. That is what allows each one of us to see a different viewpoint of it, of that person, place, or thing. Because everything is inherently neutral. And it is what is the definition that we place upon something that gives it meaning to us or not. Thus, we must conclude that we ourselves, when people are looking at us around the world, some could think we're beautiful, ugly, jerks, nice people, this, that. So we are neutral ourselves, and other people can view us in many different ways, depending on how they want to. So clearly, we this is a this world is neutral, and everything in it, and in fact, everything in creation is inherently neutral. We know this, yet we judge everything as though we forgot that universal rule. <laughs> now, if we're neutral, then what are we doing judging ourselves? How can we judge ourselves? I thought we're neutral. Oh, we're only neutral when it talks to other people. When we're talking to other people, I'm not neutral. Well, what are you? How how would you know you're not neutral? I mean, really, I'm going to ask you this, Beverly. Do you agree with me that your whole life? How should I say this? I'm going to ask you this question instead. Do you think it's any in any way it's possible to describe accurately to accurately describe the experience of experience itself? Isn't this any way possible to accurately describe the experience of experience itself? Not unless I use my memory and then I have to go back into the past. Yeah. But in the now moment, there's there's no way to describe that accurately. I mean, I can I can describe As, what is you going accurately. on now. Keyword accurate. Like experience itself is just raw experience. Just it could be anything. 
You don't even know what it is. Okay, this is like I'm sitting here talking to you now. Yeah, there's there's no way to accurately describe what this is. What this is. Do you agree? It's a conversation. No, accurately. The the experience of experience. You know, like smelling, touching, tasting, hearing, just everything combined all at the same time. Is there any way to, to describe that that synthesis? No. No. Okay. Do you agree that your whole life has been one big experience? Yes. So there's no way to accurately describe yourself then? Would that be safe to say? I, I guess. Uh, okay. So I any any description would be a knowingly false label description, which would limit yourself knowingly. So basically, a knowing counterfeit. And then believing that description would be even more insanity. Because your whole life has been pure experience. And there's no way to describe, you know, all these six senses combined, taste, touch, smelling, hearing, sight, sound, and and thoughts, and and sort of interpret, oh, you know, uh, I can accurately describe what this all means. Like, no one can. (laughs) Yet. Okay. Yet our whole lives are experience. So how could we even remotely think in any way that we could accurately describe this thing called life? Never mind anything outside of ourselves either, or seemingly outside of ourselves. So this is just a fact. This is a fact. Okay? It's impossible to describe reality. In any way, any attempt to do it would be just sheer lunacy because you're a pure experience, and experience cannot be described. Can't be. Never can be, never will be. So in this moment, we're sitting here allegedly on the phone talking. You can come up with all sorts of theories as to what's what's happening here, what you're doing here, why you're here, if you're even here or not. The only thing that you really know and anyone really knows is they exist right now. That's it. Anything else is just an assumption or a guess on what's happening or why it's happening or anything. Just just be here now. Just existing is pure truth because it doesn't require any thought. It doesn't require any action. It doesn't require anything. It's just here. It's already here. It's already done. This is the truth. Anything that, anything that requires effort can't be the truth because the truth is effortless. That's what makes it the truth. It's always here. It's, it never changes. Now, what is the one thing that's never changed in your world? You, your presence, you being here. Everything else has changed. What things look like, what they smell like, taste like, you know, everything. But you have never changed. Your presence, you've been here. Your your beingness has been here. Always, never changing. Always here. So that beingness can't be described. So any description that we've given ourselves can't be true because it can't be described because description would have to come from the past. And even if it even if you did live in the past, you still couldn't describe yourself because you're you, how? It's it's in a, it's an impossibility to describe the experience of experience itself, which which we all are. Now what about if you um just say you was in love with someone in the past and yep. every time you think about that person 
that mm-hmm. feeling comes over you. Yeah. Uh, what is uh, uh, what is that about? I mean, I, I'm a, you experiencing this sure. now, your reality, but you you go into the false matrix, which is yep. the past. Yep. So is that a true feeling that I'm feeling, or is that false? Well, it depends. It depends on who, which you, you think is feeling that. If it came from the past, okay, then you're not a memory. So it can be you. Who, it can't be you who's feeling that, okay? As in, if that feeling is not happening. Oh man, it's so hard to explain. Okay. There's, I want to explain something about awareness first that may help clarify this, this, this question for you, okay? Um, is it safe to say that something that is outside of your awareness you have no idea about? It's just you have, you have no experience with, no idea because it's outside of your awareness? Is that safe to say? Yeah. Okay. So if something is inside of your awareness, then you will have some information about it, right? You'll have some, you'll see it, touch it, taste it, uh, some information if it's inside of your awareness, correct? Okay. Now, everything that you experience on a moment-to-moment basis, whether it be the sun, the moon, thoughts, people, cars driving by, TV, all these things are happening you're aware of these things happening because they're happening inside of your awareness, correct? Yeah. If they were outside of your awareness, you would not be aware of these immediate things happening. So you, Beverly, are awareness. You are awareness, and then these things you're experiencing on a moment-to-moment basis are inside of your awareness, Okay. Awareness is unlimited, okay? And then these things that you're experiencing on a moment-to-moment basis are inside of your awareness. That means they're inside of you. That means they're part of you. Everything that you experience on a moment-to-moment basis is a part of you because it's happening inside of you. If it was happening outside of you, or you wouldn't be aware of it. You wouldn't even be aware of it. So whatever these feelings are coming about, are feelings. There are feelings that are coming about. There are thoughts that are coming about. There are, there are cars driving by. There is oxygen being breathed. There is the reality happening. Okay? That's what's happening. However, it's happening inside of your unlimited awareness. Remember that. Everything that you're experiencing, must, you must be, it must be inside your awareness, not outside your awareness. So, these feelings of the past, okay, of situations of meeting someone and uh, being lonely or remembering good times or whatever this is, that is an invitation to pull you into the world of limitation again. If you're unlimited right now, unlimited right now, then any memory of you being limited would only serve as a temptation, per se, if you want it, you know, if, if you look at it that way, to try and convince you that you're limited again. 
so it, the past, the, the Luciferian, the Antichrist energy creates stories of the past to keep you attached to the world of the past, to keep you attached to being limited, to keep you attached to wanting things outside yourself, to keep you attached to stories that suck your emotional energy. So that's what the matrix is. It was designed to take your spiritual energy in the now and convince you you're a limited character in the past to suck your energy, to, to create this world of experience. Okay? Because right now you're unlimited. And in this unlimited moment right now, your imagination could literally spread out to the universe and you could experience what it's like to be the person who you're attracted to and be yourself at the same time and be, and be billions of other people and be, and be in the sea and be in the ocean and be in the woods, be floating in the air, anything you want in the now. Your consciousness is free to roam the universe in the now in full, excuse me, in full consciousness and full lucidity. You're free, you're, your beingness is literally free to roam the universe in the now. So any attempt to pretend that you're this limited idea or character from the past is really an attempt to be something you're not, to limit yourself, to be, to be something other than what you are, to be limited, to be tricked, to be uh, under the spell of illusion, to be a limitation rather than an unlimitation. I mean, who wants to be limited? No one. But yet we, but yet we, we fight to keep this world of the past alive that's enslaving us. So it's kind of ironic that people are fighting to, to keep the very thing that's enslaving them. But they don't now, know better. What about, okay, they say that uh, our body is a machine. Just say that there is some problems with the body, people that be having health challenges or things like that. And if you are in the now, uh, yep. are you, do you have the ability to go in and repair uh, whatever the damage is to the machine? Or is that... Uh, an illusion. Well, the damage is, is an illusion. Um, however, uh, in because <laughs> remember, in the past you're slaved information. So in the past you believe that it's possible for you to be damaged. You believe that you have a body that can be damaged, that is damaged, and and maybe hard to repair because you're slaved information. In the now, you realize you create information. You're you're no longer a slave to these ideas of, of uh, wounds taking time to heal, to, of, of it maybe it'll heal, maybe it won't. I got this disease or that disease. You don't believe any of these stories. These are all limitations. These are just jokes. This is a, it'd be like a misuse of imagination. Um, so you don't believe in these horror stories. It's, it's as though you become like a god in the now because there's no limitations anymore. So these human stories of limitation and pain and suffering, they just go away. They just, they just no longer are a part of your reality. It, it, it just goes away. These, these stories are, they're almost like, it's almost like from this state of consciousness, human stories seem like cartoons. They just seem like, like jokes, like kind of like a cartoon. Like, that's not real, it's all pretend, and, and you could uh, take the ink and erase it and redraw new stuff. It's all, reality's all like, uh, 
like Play-Doh. It's from the state of consciousness. It's 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 not. Um, it's flexible. It's like water. You can mold it into any way you want it to be. It's no longer. It's not fixed. See, the past. All all memories and all ideas in the past are fixed. Right? There's you can't change them. It's the way it is. It's solid. It's frozen. There's no creativity. So from here, the land of pure creativity, everything is moldable and bendable because nothing is fixed because there is no past to fix anything. It's always currently now, always new, always fresh, always concentrating on new amazing uh, uh, ideas or uh, manifestations. It's, there's nothing old about it. There's nothing to repeat. So there's these ideas of, of being limited are just like a faded dream that never was real. It just seemed like it was real because I thought it was real and I placed all my attention on that. Because you're a creator. You're literally like a God creator. But you're, Matt, you didn't, your mind, the mind of humanity was used against them because for whatever reason within mankind's soul or whatever you want to call it, uh, humanity was not ready to, as a collective, to wake up and take responsibility for themselves as creators. So they, there was a sort of a, an invention made, you can call it an experiment, in which the Illuminati was manifested in order to play the role of the oppressor of mankind because mankind has not taken responsibility for his own power. So it literally created this illusion called the, the Illuminati to play the role of these oppressors who are, who are stealing and taking away our power from us. But really, it's an, it's an outer manifestation of our own unwillingness to take responsibility for our own power and sort of giving it away to this unknown force, this anti-truth force, which is, which is the opposite of freedom. It's, it's anti-freedom. So as you notice, the past is it's anti-freedom, right? Concepts are locked down. They, you can't change them. You can't move them. They're really dark concepts, really death, pain, suffering, limitation. But in the now, it's like pure imagination, free to roam the universe, free to be, choose anything. So the past is the realm of the Antichrist, of the Illuminati, of the dark self, of the shadow self, of the illusion, of the fear, of the pain, of the limitation. The now is, is the only thing that's alive. It's only that it's ever been alive. It's just all life comes from the now. Why even bother thinking about the past? It has nothing to offer. It's boring. It's limited. It's repetitious. It's frozen in time. You can't change it. There's no creativity. There's no life. I've never even seen the past. No one's ever seen it. You know, no one has any experience with it. It's just this imaginary realm. It's like an imaginary prison. It's it's a joke. And, and, and humanity is walking around like 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 this thing that's, that no one's ever had any contact with has some validity over reality. It's as though they think death, something that's not even alive, has more validity than life itself. So that is the Lucifer effect. It, it views truth, it views reality or the, the truth as an enemy. And so many people have fears within themselves, you know, about you know, being caught cheating on their wife or, you know, they, they used to steal, they did this or that, and, and, and they fear truth for the exposure of, of what they allegedly did, um, with, no, you know, with 
many people don't even really care anyways. This is all like an imaginary sort of uh, horror scenario, and, and we actually detest God or, or, or truth because we fear. Fear is more important to us than love. And unfortunately, that, that's what you know, humanity has, has come to a point of, that fear has, has more validity than love, and love is now. Love is now. Fear is the past. They believe the past, which is not even true, never even happened. Has, there's no evidence for the past either. It's only in our mind. Um, because if you observe the physical reality right now, you, 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 you'll see it's constantly changing, each millisecond. And it's always been that way. So there, there never is even time to even contemplate on the past if you're paying attention to the now. There's just no time. So we're limited in the now. We've already, we've already concluded that. So anything that's limited can't be true. It just can't be. So no matter how, no matter how it appears, it's an illusion. No matter how it appears. Any limitation to yourself must be an illusion. Because you're limited right now. And it's all you need to do to awaken is to realize right now you're unlimited. You're the one watching all the stuff happening in your eyes and, and feelings and touch and taste and all these senses that are coming into a, a central database and you're the one watching that database. You're the one just watching the information come in. But you're not the information coming in. The, tr- the trick is that we think we are the information itself coming into our mind. No, we're the one watching the information come in. That's why we have the choice to take information in and organize it to our benefit or not. Because we're the one controlling the information. We're not the information itself. So what are we going to do with the information that's coming into our mind? Are we going to are we going to make an effort to harmonize this information and to make it work for our benefit? Or are we going to believe what the information itself says? So the information come in, can come in and say, oh, the Fukushima, we're all going to die of cancer, and the Earth's magnetic pole is going to flip, and we're all going to die. And This is this information. It's just raw information, all neutral. It's how we interpret that and how we accept that into our reality that really affects us or not. Okay? And all information is neutral. All of it. We're the ones who, who choose to twist it in one way or another. Okay? So, if we treat all information as neutral, which it really is, then we're never at war with, with our information. Because we don't care what stories someone else attached to it. Who cares? That's their own reality. That's their own story. Each word, each letter is, is, is literally another reality. So when you entertain a word, a letter, or a word, and believe that word, you believe the reality that that word is conveying. And you actually live in that reality. Literally. Not figuratively. Literally. So when you start believing these stories about the world and how the world works based on what the media is telling you, then you are literally, literally living in that created, made-up world for you. And you can't unbelieve it. Well, you can, but it's seemingly very difficult to do that. So why believe anything when all beliefs just lock you into 
a limited system. See, beliefs aren't true. That's the reason why we need to believe them. Because if it was true, why would we need to believe it? It would just be self-evident. We wouldn't even need to read about it or hear about it. It would just be self-evident. So the mere fact that you believe anything is, is pure, is evidence of our own ignorance. This is, is evidence to be a slave, that we're slaves to stories. That's all our stories that we believe. Story of my past. Oh, I did this, I did this, I did this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, you know, well, if you could rewrite your own story, would you rewrite with a better one? One that you're less limited? The, you know, the one where you're the winner? If so. <laughs> well, what about, um, okay, I believe that I'm a woman. So what am I supposed to, should I say that you're saying that. Well, what, what is a woman? What are the limitations of a woman compared to what you would want to be? What would you want to be? What is your greatest idea of what you could achieve, experience in the, of, of anything in, in, in all creation? And compare what you think you are right now to what you'd want to be. And tell me which is a better story. Well, I don't know because I have been in this belief uh, no, what do you want? Right now, as a creator, what would you imagine for yourself? If you have unlimited power, unlimited resources. What would you imagine you could be uh, your, the, the limitations of your, of your experience in, in creation compared to what you believe you are now? What would the difference be? Would it be a big difference? You say, would it be a big what? It'd be a big difference? Um. I really don't know, Renee, because all I know is the woman. Yeah, we're we're talking about imagination here, okay? Remember, creativity oh, and imagination is now. I'm talking about the past, which doesn't exist. I'm talking about if you could create with your God-given full capabilities of whatever you want, what do you want to experience compared to what you believe you are right now? Are they Are they the same thing? Or is your imagination non-existent and you can't imagine anything other better for yourself than we have now? Is, I don't. Is my imagination real, or is that, or is that just? No, I'm talking about what you want. What you want for yourself right now? Some people, well, you know, well, some people don't know what they want, so they don't get anything. Some people want love. Some people want truth. Some people want freedom. Some people want beauty. Some people want to, you know, to, to swim in the ocean of love. Um, one's got to really have a focus on what they want, or you're basically a slave to just randomness. I mean, where, where, what's in your heart? And I'm, you know, this is a redundant or sorry, a rhetorical question, meaning that you don't have to answer me out, out loud. But you, one needs to set their set their attention upon. That which they which brings them the highest excitement, the highest joy, the highest greatest inspiration. If you don't have anything that brings you inspiration, then perhaps your one may be so focused on the past and repetition that they've excluded any creativity, any self worth out of their life because they're they're so focused on some uh, you know uh, non-existent reality that they've literally forgotten how to live in the now. 
And living right now is just being alive right now with no fear, not, nothing to limit you. You know, the master of the situation. And you can be the master of the situation. You can master life. Because life is, is one big situation just changing from moment to moment. When you can master this, each situation, regardless of what it is, in, in, in the full knowingness of what you are, you know, this is what life's really about. So in order for one in order for one to discover what they really are, one needs to desire that. One needs to just desire, hey, what am I? And actually, you know, start discovering it. And if you don't if that's not your number one focus in life, then your desire is to be something other than what you are. Your desire is to be a fraudulent you know, limited version of yourself. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's it's a choice to be or not to be, just like Shakespeare said. You know, personally... So a lot of us, uh, Renee, is walking around with, with beliefs. We've all, uh, we all been into our different belief systems. So mm-hmm. to get away from that, we have to live in the now and we have to desire. Is that how we overcome those beliefs that we have. Yes. Well, to overcome the beliefs is to realize certain basic truths and just stick to them. And you have to desire truth because if you don't desire truth fully, then you will run from truth. There's no neutral point. You're either desiring truth or you're running from it. There's no middle point. That's it. The truth is, is that we know, we know that no one can judge us if they haven't walked a mile in our shoes. We know that. Okay? doesn't matter who it is, what they say about us. They can't judge us. So why do we go around judging every single person, place, and thing? When we haven't been that person, place, or thing. We haven't. So how could we logically judge anyone at all? If right now is right now and has always been right now, it's never not been right now. Right now is the first time right now has ever happened. We know that. We know that we can't stop this right now from happening. We know that we're alive right now. We know that we can't see a beginning or end to this right now. We know that. So this beginning or this right now must be unlimited. And if we're living in this unlimited moment, then we must be unlimited. That's a fact. That's undisputable. I don't care who in the world I talk to. This is undisputable. So any... That's a fact. That sets the stage for every other belief system that you could possibly conceive of. So if something in our mind says, oh, I'm, I'm Renee, I'm a limitation, I'm, you know, I'm this height, I'm this weight, really? Because as far as I can see right now, I'm unlimited. Where's the limitation? Other than a thought from the past that's limited trying to tell me what, the unlimited moment, what this new unlimited moment is all about. How can a limitation explain an unlimitation. It can't happen. It's, it's, it's impossible. 
The past is dead, has no power over the now. Why would I give something dead power over the now? Why would I give death power over life? Why would I worship the cult of death over the, worship, over the, over the, cult, over, over the truth of life right now? I would never do that. That'd be, that'd be beyond blasphemy. It'd be just surrendering to just pure delusion. It'd be giving up my soul. To let so something... the uh, future is not good. What about the future? A lot of people uh, There's no do future. things right now because they say, what well, I'm planning for my future. I'm doing this for my future. Well, they're... then they're not fully in the now. Right. I mean, either you're now or you're not now, period. I mean, it's, there's no way around it. Either you're, either you're alive or you're dead. If anyone talks to me about the future or past, then they're talking about death. They're talking about something illusionary, death, limited, uh, confused, delusional. They're, they're not dealing with the now. The now is the only thing that is here, always was here, always going to be here. Now is the truth. Now is where... Now is where God is. God has not forsaken anyone ever once. We have forsaken God by concentrating on the past, on past dead concepts, on limitations, ideas. People think God is a, as a person, place, or thing. Or That's crazy. It's the essence of your being. It's the very air you breathe is God. It's everything you're touching, everything you're eating, everything you're looking at is God. Everything is God. So when we're labeling something other than that, other than God or other than unlimitedness, which is God, then you're taking God itself and yourself and limiting yourself and your experience of creation to the very boundaries of your beliefs. So you're basically limiting experience. Beliefs only limit experience. They limit wisdom. They limit everything. It's just a big limiter, all beliefs. Why would we want to do that? Why? Why Why would we want to limit our understanding of ourselves and of creation and of God and of love and of life and of the universe? Why? Because we're afraid of the truth? Because some boogeyman in in our past, in our memory, told us to be afraid of it that never existed? That is dead, has no power over the living now. We worship, we worship death. We worship the Antichrist. Every single person almost on this planet does. And wondering why truth is not here, love is not here, understanding is not here. We're worshiping the Antichrist. Duh. Worshiping death. Talking about this imaginary world called the past, that's not even alive. Never even was alive. Has no life to offer, has no experience to offer. Nothing offers. Not even here. It's not even here. It's imaginary. That's that's what the Illuminati controls. If you want to say anything, is stories. Stories of the past. Stories of the now. The media. I mean, who who's the biggest storyteller on Earth right now? Besides your own self narrating to yourself, it'd be the media. And who and who controls the narration in your head? Not you. Try and turn it off. I dare. I ask everyone right now on Earth who listens, turn off that voice in your head right now, completely and utterly, permanently. Can't do it, can you? So whose mind is it? Whose thoughts are they? If you can't control your own thoughts, who's, who's, who's controlling you? Who's controlling your perception, 
your understanding. Not you. Try and turn your mind off. Nope. Can't do it, can you? You're not controlled. No one is controlled by anything. It's a big joke. People do it. It's a joke, literally. It's it's absurd. It's the and and I don't mean this in a negative way, because I truly love humanity and all creation. The level of intelligence of humanity is so pathetically low, it's 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 a cruel joke. It really is. However, it's the way it's meant to be, because we each have our own will, our own pace at which we will are willing to accept truth. So in 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 order to deflect truth, we had to develop this imaginary story and convince ourselves of it. Just the way any other, you know, uh, chronic liar operates or someone who's in psychosis. It's the same thing. Just on a just on a more globally accepted scale. It's this pure delusion in every way possible. And 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 the truth of this logic here is unbreakable. I mean it's a fact in this moment. We're unlimited. This is undisputable. So any opposition to that unlimitedness is fear. Fear of the truth. Whatever that is. Fear of anything. It just limits. Fear limits. It separates. It, it cordons itself off. It, it creates barriers. It, it creates delusions. There are no delusions when, when you let go of fear. Everything is here. Everything is clear as day. Each moment. You are resting, literally resting in the, in, in the palm of God at each moment because you realize there's nothing here other than God. You're it. You're really it. It's just, to, it's, it's just that we're so mind-controlled away from that consciousness that we have no... You, many, most people listening to this have no idea what I'm talking about. Or I you know, think I'm in dreamland or, or whatever. But I'm telling you, this is a living reality for me. Like how I see, how I experience reality is so mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. The world well, I, I, the worlds to, I experience. Uh, yeah. Wow. I mean, right now while I'm talking to you, I'm on the phone here. Um, yeah. Shocking uh, amount of things I'm I'm experiencing on the, on the inner. So, whatever I'm looking at per se, I I experience the reality of that. So, for example, if I'm watching television, you know, a cooking show or something like that, then my consciousness is there in that cooking show, if you want to say that, and I can experience any element in that show I want. Um, the, the, the soup being cooked, the, the spoon being you know, spun around, the heating element, the people, you know, what's going on inside their minds, what's going on in their hair. Uh, I can walk around and see the audience. I could go, you know, and I can move from there to somewhere else. And all this stuff while I'm still on the, on, on the phone with you or watching TV, or, there's freedom of consciousness to, to go anywhere at any time. And it's, and it's like, it's a heavenly version. I don't know how to explain it, but everything is like, when you look at uh, commercials and you see like a, maybe a Purina dog chow commercial and you see a dog running in slow motion and jumping into a sprinkler and, and the water and the droplets look all beautiful and everything is slow motion. It's kind of like that. Everything has a slow motion, beautiful, shiny, heavenly sort of, bright, beautiful, crystalline sort of appearance. And there's these feelings of, uh, such unusual feelings of uh, clarity, um, purity, like this pure, I don't explain it, a, a purity, like a godliness or something. There's like a musical sound in the background too of everything. It's, 
it's it's like everything is music to your ears. All sounds, all, all the people talking, uh, music, birds, everything sort of makes a harmony that is just like ecstasy in your ears at all times. It's just the existence of being here is just mind blowing. But these worlds that I'm that I'm exposed to on a moment to moment basis are are shocking, shocking beauty that just never ends. All the time, 24 hours a day. It's really a whole other dimension. It's a whole other way of living. This, and I'm, I'm. So I have one foot, you could say, in heaven, and one foot here on earth at the same time. And attempting to talk to people here about what I'm, what I'm experiencing, um, they may have no idea or can't even bridge the gap in their own minds. However, um, I sometimes forget that because you know, for 30 years, you could say, uh, maybe even a little more than that, I've been. You know, I've dedicated my whole existence to clearing myself, to purifying my mind, to purifying my my consciousness, to to get to this state of consciousness of of, of clarity and purity. And everything here for me is so obvious. I don't have any. I don't have any more more questions about life, really. Um, it's just uh, whatever I want to know is just here. Just because there's no separation between me and and the universe, and there's n- there's none for you in the universe either. It's just that our minds have created these these delusions of separation um, that really all come from the past. That have no basis in, in in reality, none. I mean, if you look at your feet, your feet are connected to the ground, which is connected to the outside, which is connected to the street, which is connected to the ocean, which is connected to the air, which is connected to the atmosphere, which is connected to the stars and solar system and it goes on You're, where's the disconnection where you know you, you look at the globe it's one one ball where, where where are you separate on that thing you know you're born from the earth you go back to earth you're a living walking talking piece of earth you know you're and you're also in the universe so you must be a living walking talking piece of the universe because you're alive that's the whole point people don't even know they're alive they don't know don't know. They think they're a memory. They think they're a past. The past is not alive. People think they're alive, but they're dead. They're worshiping Antichrist, and they don't know it. They just don't know it. Well, uh, if you have any questions or comments <clears throat> for Renee Hamilton, you can call 347 215 that's 347-215-8041, and push the number one, uh, and you can talk to Renee Hamilton. Because the information that you just gave us, uh, Renee, it, it, like you say, it's a lot. It's different. So some people grasp it right away, and some people it takes them you know, a minute or two or a day or two to kind of grasp what you're saying. Yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. It's a, uh, it's you know, it's a ra- it's it's a radical. It's some you know some people may never hear. It's 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 so shattering. It shatters what everyone believes they they think they know, and. There are there are certain points in my life I had come to this realization, but it was too much for me to handle at that time. 
and I, I couldn't think of how I could function in this world knowing this information. I thought, well, I got a job, I got you know, a girlfriend, how am I going to just walk around and pretend I don't know what anything is anymore? You know, how do you just do that? How do you just, how do you see, you know, uh, something on, you know, on the street or in front of you and say, oh, first time I've ever seen that, I don't know what that is. And I thought, well, you know, clearly we don't know what anything is, but I, I still got to operate within these society in order to function. So I sort of put everything on on the back burner in terms of going a little further into really uh, recognizing and living with that truth. Um, and now it's I can I can see from the human's perspective how crazy this this must sound. However, the truth is the truth is that regardless of what I say, the fact is is if you if you if you are really interested in truth, you these things I say about reality will will literally become a priority to to in, to investigate. Like if right, you know, this whole thing about being unlimited in and now, and the, and there never was a past, and and so on and so forth, with this illusion and and how it plays out in our mind, this this has got to be addressed. It's got to be addressed. You cannot understand this or sort of conceptualize this and say, oh yeah, just I'll just throw it to the side. Because then you're not being genuine. Then you're not. Then truth is not a priority. If truth is not a priority, then delusion is a priority. There's no middle point. It's either truth is a priority, or it's not. It's as simple as that. And that's what what people's lives are like right now. People are experiencing frustration, confusion, lack of love, uh, lack of purpose, lack of unity. Um, you name it. Um, Romantically, financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically, you know, all sorts of uh, struggles. Yet, we're unwilling to face our fears which hold the answers to these problems. And the fears are, are ideas that are just floating in our head about the past that we're too scared to even look at. But, we, but yet we're um, addicted to looking at them. We're addicted to our fears, addicted to focusing on them. Yet forgetting that we're, we, we are creators, so that which we're focusing on manifests. So here we are focusing on stories, horror stories of fears and of lack and of lack this, lack that, focusing on it 24-7, not realizing our, fo- our very focusing on it is creating those very things we're fearing. And all we have to do is is really look at these things. Look at reality. Physically, physically look at reality. For even an hour, just look at it. Look at it. And you'll see that all these delusions were just delusions. You know, look at your hand. Can you see beginning or end to it? Can you see, can you identify any beginning spot or end spot to anything? To your feelings, to your hand, to your hair, to your eyes, to your body, to your, to your memories, to, to anything, anywhere in the universe. Can you identify a beginning or end? You can't. If you can't identify a beginning or end to anything, then how could we even say we are anything specifically or limited 
or anything is anything, or any of these definitions or terms have any truth, if we can't even describe the experience of experience itself, which we are, then how can we describe anything else with any accuracy? Or why would we even attempt to? Because we, it'd be wrong. Everything that we would say would be wrong. So why? So then we'd be living a lie. So you, you can't judge life ba- on what basis? On the basis of a past that never happened? Because you're unlimited right now, so anything that's limited from the past can't be true. It's, it, there's just a hundred different ways in which I can explain it, which are all infallible logic. Because what's unlogical is the limitations that we place on ourselves. They have no basis in reality, other than some past that we have no identification with or no evidence of. People say, well, the past is, there's pictures of me on my wall when I was seven years old. There's me in the past. Really? Well, it's just a picture of some face that you could imagine is your own and imagine some date that it was taken. So that's all it is. It's showing up in the now. Not showing so, Renee, yep. I have someone here <clears throat> that okay. would like to uh, ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, area code 803-736. Greetings. Greetings, Beverly D. and uh, Brother uh, Hamilton. Yeah, thank you. Hi. Uh, hi, my name is Sumar. Hey, ma'am. And I'm enjoying your conversation. And I had a two-part question. Yep. Um, now, I understand what you're saying about there is no past. Mm-hmm. What what would you say to our people in different cultures who believe in ancestral worship, which yep. is the past? Mm-hmm. And also, do you believe can create in the now something that you created in the past? Or can you correct something in the now that you have done in the past? And I'll take okay, my answer. Okay, I'll, I'll address that one first. <clears throat> yeah. Everything... Yeah, that's a really good question. Thank you. A really good question, actually. Okay, you can... Okay, I'm going to speak from two different points of view. One from the now and one from the past. In the now, there's no need to recreate something. Um, There's no need to fix something from the past in the now because the moment you're in the now, the past is already fixed. Okay? Because you're, it's, it's no longer part of your consciousness to even fix it. It's, you don't need to fix it because you realize it's only an illusion from the now. In the past, though, yes, you could, you could focus your consciousness and seemingly, if you will, rewrite the past. Um, if you have the capability of, of understanding first that the past is changeable. Because you're unlimited, the past is also unlimited, if you want to put it in that perspective. So you can, you can unlimit the past, change the circumstance, if you will, in your consciousness. However, one must realize, and I wouldn't say must, let's just say, in order to change the past effectively, one must realize the past is changeable. And the only way, the reason, reason why, uh, the reason... The only way the past is changeable is if it is an illusion. So either way, you must realize the past is an illusion in order to have some effect upon it. Because otherwise, you're giving the past the power over you rather than you having power over the past. The past is not alive 
It's not a living thing. There's no interaction with it per se. So I would just assume control over it because you're alive and you, you have dominion over all life because you are alive. So your presence destroys the past. Just your presence because you are alive. So it it just it has nothing. It has like a it's like a two year old child trying to throw a magic spell upon you. Uh, that's what the past is like. It just it's nothing if you let it be nothing. If you let the past be nothing, it be nothing. Second question. Um, can you repeat it to me? Oh, well, the answers. Answers. Well, in the world of the past, okay, in the world of the illusion, the matrix. Ancestors are a real thing. Okay? However, from this perspective of being purely in the now, ancestors are not a real thing, but not any less real than your own character itself. Meaning that the idea, the the idea of who you are, of of the ego, not I'm not I'm not talking about you specifically, my brother, but just in general in society, the idea of what we are, you know, I'm Renee, I do this, I work here, I do that, this this character. The ancestors are just as valid as that character. Yet, in reality. Worshipping the ancestors um, is not... Worshipping anyone or anything specifically is sort of putting a uh, a block between you and source of creation. However, this is a fact. It is a fact that people worship and it is something that is being done. So I can't deny the validity of worshipping the ancestors. Uh, and ancestors, it has a reason, it has a purpose, because it is happening. Yet, it is something that is somewhat limiting compared to the truth of the moment. And the truth of the moment is that we are unlimited, and we have unlimited power right here, right now. So the moment we take our attention away from that and place it upon anything else, then we are surrendering seemingly a bit of our sovereignty over to some unknown or uh, unexperienced force. So, like, some people believe uh, they call on the ancestors uh, mm-hmm. to uh, help them get through something or create something. You're saying they don't have to call on the ancestors because if they're in the now, they yeah. have the power to do what they're calling on the ancestors. Yeah, you, you realize that your ancestors and you are the same power, the same being, same force in the now. Everything is, is the same. Everything is the one, oneness in the now. So there's no need to really separate one part from another and say, oh, I want this part or that part. It's all helping you. So all the oneness of the now is, 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 is sort of helping us because that's all there is, is the now. So there's nothing else that could ever help us. So when we're sort of looking to the past, to help us, we're ignoring the 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 now, the the infiniteness of the now, of what we are to to supersede anything. So again, it's it's a game of sovereignty of 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 how sovereign do we realize we are in each moment? 
And uh, yeah, again, we all have our different um, levels of truth that we are allowing ourselves to experience. And, and a certain level of truth uh, requires uh, traditional ancestral worship or even uh, real-time religious worship or idolatry, however you want to put it. These are different levels of uh, truth that we're uh, allowing ourselves to experience. And it's just as valid as any other experience. It's at a a different level of uh, quality of experience. That's what I would say, is is living in the now, uh, aware is... uh, is a different quality of, of experience. You, you could say it's, um, it's filled with diamonds and of magic. Because, because uh, well, it, it seems like that uh, I could see where religion could be a problem because religion is mostly the people that follow certain religions. They have to have a belief system. And you say that belief uh, it, it limits us. It does. And it also it does. feels like I can see why these religions have so much control over people's minds because they use the belief system. Yeah, they the get belief. Them to believe. Totally, and 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 every thought you think is another re- an actual reality you enter, and the more you hang out in that thought form, the more you experience that that the consciousness of that thought form. Therefore, religions is really a system of consciousness and the consciousness of the artistic creator of that religion and, and the consciousness of what their intent is, what the magic is, what the, what the spell is. So it's when we go beyond these spells of beliefs, then... What's really here, which is unlimited, becomes a part of your awareness, because beliefs only limit. So the moment, when you get rid of the beliefs, you, you yourself, experience unlimitedness, and you know. And in, so, the difference in in day to day life and living is it's like living in heaven. It's like being in heaven, or being in hell. It's it's a no brainer. Clearly, you'd want to be in heaven or in hell, you know, in in terms of whatever you think heaven is. Um, it's sheer ecstasy. It's just now. Let me bring this further. Living in the now is one aspect of reaching a sort of heavenly wisdom state. Okay, living in the now allows you to be aware aware of yourself. Now question is what are you and that's where living in a now is important it allows you to focus in on yourself and concentrate in on what you are and analyze your beingness your thoughts your fears your your perceptions your memories your whatever whatever you think you are being in a now allows you to analyze that and to really dig deep and Let's just say focus on that which you which which is your, your highest will, your highest uh, excitement, whatever drives you, whatever is the, is truth for you or fuels you. 
Now, this changes for everyone. Everyone has a different focus in life, goals, different feelings, different genetic makeup, psychological makeup. Being present in this now is, 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 where, is where one enters the soul and is able to search and, and look around and determine for themselves to experience what is true and untrue. Whereas one learns to become the Jedi Master and to overcome these illusions and the tricks of the mind and really start to see life from, from, a, from a perspective in which you are a creator and you can create your own life and you are really a, you know, a master creator God that's really just in training per se and realizing slowly what one is and, and, and going beyond the mind, going beyond beliefs, going beyond the dramas and all the emotional and physical addictions so one can really see where they are beyond all this compulsion, beyond all this obsessiveness. And uh, it's, just, it's just a world, of fairy tale world of fantasy that you, you may have never dreamed even it could, could exist, but it really does. Really, whatever you can imagine. I don't care. I'm talking like the most heavenly scenes you could ever imagine. Crystal cities floating in the middle of whatever. You having control over the nature, over beautiful meadows and just unbelievable beings, unbelievable love and just unbelievable experiences. And and it's not even the experience of being other people. It's the experience of being other things. I've been a mountain. I've been been cars. I've been sides of wood on houses other people, other, uh, I've, been, I've been floating in the atmosphere, I've been worlds, I've been dungeons, I've been in heavenly, I just, you name it, just, just the inner experiences are just so tremendous that it's just uh, what this is, this presence, this being, this state of consciousness is, is just unspeakable, unspeakable. So what, so what people call magic, uh, if you get into the now, uh, you can become... You are magic. You are magic. Your being is magic. You, you're not just doing magic. You are magic. It's just like you become that which, which others look at. You become that which others are talking about. Okay? You become that which is being looked at and thought about. Okay? So there's, uh, there's objects on your, on your desk, and, oh, look at that nice little picture of this and that. You, you are the picture that, that person is talking about. You are them talking about the picture. You are the, the, air, the air they're breathing. You are the MP3 you know, playing in their microphone or earphone. You just become everything if you want to. If you want to. And you can limit that. You can become everything in one second, and you can become one thing. Or you can become a million things. You can just the freedom of consciousness. You're free. You're free. Free. To see anything you want, speed anywhere you want, speed any shape you want, size you want, any experience, slow down time, speed it up, pause it, move around, look at one molecule, look at the whole universe, look at one person inside their nose, uh, be a piece of steak going down someone's throat and feeling what it feels like to be chewed and going down the throat and go through the digestive system. You talk to trees, talk to animals, talk to plants. Who cares? There's freedom. It's just, it's here. It's always been here. We just, we are pure imagination using our pure godlike imagination and with that 
the reality you see in front of you, your life, what you think about yourself, whatever you think you are, that's what you created. That is what you have created with ultimate God-creative power of the universe right here right now. This is the extent of your imagination. You're living the extent of your imagination right now. That's what reality is. So the people that do remote viewing, Hmm? Uh, that's the concept that they do. They they go into the now. I don't know what they do because I don't. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I mean, everything is all. Everything is always in the now, anyways. So there's no escape from the now. It's just a matter of whether you're acknowledging the now or not. Yes. So everything happens well, in the now. Well, Renee, we're down to our last couple of minutes, and uh, can you give them the information where they can get? some of your products, and they can contact you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You can uh, reach me at, um, our website is www.innersoultech.com. That's I-N-N-E-R-S-O-U-L-T-E-C-H.com. And a YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash inner soul tech. I-N-N-E-R-S-O-U-L-T-E-C-H. And, uh, yeah, feel free to uh, go to our, our mailing list on our website and just sign up for that. It's free and get lots of information. And, yeah, it's um, definitely planning on holding a, a couple of workshops here very, very soon on on how to enter the state of, of unity consciousness and, and expand your consciousness into cosmic consciousness right here, right now, and, and you know, in, in this time frame, right, if you want to call it that you know, why you're still living and, and, and basically overcome death and, and enter the universe and become a universal explorer, exploring different worlds and universes all right now while whatever you're doing. You can be walking and going, washing your dishes and, and be in other universes in full consciousness and just exploring the universe. It's just, it's just mind-blowing. And this, we have access to all this. Everyone does now. And uh, the, the way to get there is through thinking properly and through understanding what is your what it is that you're dealing with like what what the truth is of this of this moment and the truth is it's something that the mind cannot think about so what i'm going to do is, try, is show people how to disassemble your mind how to turn it off it's very easy you just have to want to do it once you want to do it then i'll show you and and you'll be done it'll be done it's just a matter of wanting it and it's just a, this is the truth. And not, not many people want the truth, and they're not going to get it. But those who do, the reward is, is beyond comprehension. It's just beyond comprehension. And there's nothing to fear. Nothing. Nothing. It's just pure good times. So I'll leave you with that. And, um, yeah, this is put the... As always, uh, Renee, it's always an honor and it's always great to have you to come and give us this information. And I thank you. And uh, we shall do this again. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Love you. Take care. Okay. Peace and love. Be well. Bye-bye. Well, come back Wednesday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I will have uh, my host, Ron Mark. Until Wednesday.